Welcome to the Make Dementia Your Bitch podcast. I'm Dr. Rita Toblonski, a nurse practitioner and researcher with over 30 years of experience working with people who have dementia and their family and formal carers. I explain why behaviors happen, what the behaviors mean, and how to best handle them. The information in this podcast is for educational purposes and is no substitute for medical advice or care. Welcome to episode 14, Dealing with Irritability in Persons with Dementia. Family caregivers report irritability as one of the first behaviors they encounter. It seems like everything just pisses off the person living with dementia. I hear caregivers tell me how hard it is to interact with the person living with dementia. I never know what will set her off. In this podcast, I will explain where the irritability is coming from and, more importantly, what to do about it. It's easy to think of the brain like a business or company. Every brain cell is a worker, and the parts of the brain are the different departments of a company. All of the departments have to be properly staffed or they won't work. In fact, the brain is a lot like a government agency because there is definitely overlap and redundancy. Redundancy is a cool way of how the body protects itself from illness and damage. You have two kidneys, right? So if one kidney is damaged, the other kidney picks up the slack. The brain is somewhat similar. What is on the left is what is on the right. Although sometimes one side does things a little differently than the other side. So following this example, imagine that the brain of your family member is a large government agency with multiple departments. You can pretend the different lobes of the brain are the different departments. The feds decide to trim the budget and eliminate 2% of the positions. Coincidentally, 2% of the employees are eligible for retirement, and they decide to leave. Once these people head out the door and move to Florida, work resumes. Nobody feels any impact. The remaining workers easily absorb the functions of the retired workers. This is sort of what happens when we age. The brain prunes away neurons that are not working or haven't fired in a while. Some neurons simply get old and die off. There are more than enough neurons to pick up the slack. No biggie. So let's go back to our example, thinking of the brain as a giant federal agency. Every year for the next several years, 2% of the positions are routinely eliminated. At this point, over time, some departments are losing more positions than others. These departments become the obvious problem children and begin really screwing up. Other departments are running into problems because the short-staffed departments are not sending over the correct messages or they're not sending anything over at all. The entire agency compensates, though. 
the better staff departments share their employees with the departments running with the skeleton crew. But even with these changes, any temporary loss of employees due to sickness or vacation makes it more difficult to function. During sickness or vacation, there are more arguments, more blaming, more harsh words. Mistakes happen more frequently. On the outside, a couple of customers notice that things aren't going as smoothly as possible, and a few even comment that it is taking longer to get their orders done. But even with these glitches, overall, the agency is meeting expectations. So over time, as more and more jobs are eliminated, you get to the point where now all of the departments are short-staffed. You get to the stage when the agency has about half of its original workforce. Work quantity and quality drop. There is daily fighting, hourly disagreements, and continuous arguing. Fewer tasks are being completed correctly. Everything is a mess. Some employees become burned out and simply leave. At some point, the agency is closed because it no longer has enough remaining employees to run the agency properly. What I have just described happens in the brains of people with dementia. Sometimes the loss of nerve cells is sudden, like a stroke. The majority of times, the loss of brain cells happens quietly over time, just like the gradual layoffs in the example above. But when you get to a critical point, you, the outside observer, start to see problems with behavior and the people with dementia try to compensate. So I'm going to stop for a quick commercial break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you a, ideas of how to handle the irritability. So I'll be right back. People with dementia in the mild stage may start to notice that they have to work a lot harder to get the same things done. They may notice that they cannot tolerate places with a lot of people or noise. This is where family members notice that their loved one seems to withdraw. They stop wanting to go out. They begin to avoid family functions because they know they will be overwhelmed. They may even withdraw from the caregiver. So again, using the example above about the brain as a huge government agency and it's losing employees, the brain does literally compensate by recruiting neurons that aren't being used or used a lot from one part of the brain and trying to assign those jobs to the new neurons and the new neurons aren't real good at doing the job, so it sometimes creates more burden on the existing neurons because they're trying to do their job and help the new neuron that was recruited to take on additional responsibilities. So this really can be a huge problem, and that contributes to the irritability. 
So as the brain loses those neurons and all those changes are happening, the brain is unable to pay attention to important things when there is a lot of background noise. The remaining neurons have to work very, very hard to do the tasks we take for granted, and it is exhausting. The people with dementia who are in the mild stage will have to try to follow a conversation, and it can be very exhausting, especially if the person living with dementia is already tired. So when it comes to background noise, we can filter out a lot of background noise without even thinking about it. But as the brain loss starts, one of the first things people with dementia have problems doing is shifting that attention and literally paying attention to what is important and filtering out what is not. Sometimes the person living with dementia might even fuss at the caregiver and say things like, you ask too many questions or you talk too much. The caregiver is obviously hurt and confused, especially if the caregiver is really trying to adjust their communication styles. So you, as the caregiver, you can do some modifications. First, pick your time. People living with dementia may be at their best first thing in the morning when there is plenty of brain juice swishing around the neurons. If you have an important topic that you want to discuss, this may be the best time. Other good times may be after a rest, like a short nap, or after a pleasant activity. When we engage in pleasant activities, our brains make more happy chemicals that also help reduce irritability. Going back to that background noise issue, talk in a quiet place. I mean, a truly quiet place. I'll give you an example. Sometimes I call my son while he is working his night shift. I'm an early riser and 4 a.m. is usually quiet, even for highway patrol officers. As we're talking, I may hear his radio crackle and I immediately stop talking. Mark will say, oh, Mom, go ahead, it's fine, just keep talking. Mark can listen to me and filter out his radio because his brain is tuned to specific words and phrases. He has enough neurons to pay attention to our conversation while simultaneously monitoring the dispatch. I'm not that good. I find his radio very distracting. My brain has not been trained about what is important and what is not in that context. I get to feel like a person with dementia because all of the crackles sound the same to me. In fact, if his radio is too busy, I find myself getting irritated and I end the conversation. Here's where it comes back to you. You may think you are in a quiet place because the background sounds do not bother you. There is a part of your brain that is hearing the fridge run, hearing the radio play music, maybe even hearing your neighbor mow his grass. But your loved one with dementia is being pulled away by these same sounds. Their brains are treating these background sounds as important messages. 
they cannot hear you or they're having trouble focusing. It will help both of you if you are sensitive to these sounds and make sure you and your loved one are truly in a quiet place. If you've been listening to some of the other podcasts, or if you are a reader of my blog, you may be familiar with the phrase short, sweet, concrete. I tend to use it a lot. I literally mean noun, verb, object when you speak. Check out these two sentences and think about which one is easier to understand. Sentence number one, before opening the door, turn on the light. Sentence number two, turn on the light and open the door. Number two is easier, right? It may feel really, really weird, but that is how to speak with someone who is experiencing mild cognitive impairment and mild dementia. The shrinking brain literally cannot hold on to too many ideas at once or handle really intense or complicated sentence structure. The bottom line is people in the mild stage of a dementia start to act irritable because their brains are working harder to just stay at baseline. Brains that have to work harder also get more tired. Think about it. What's easier, walking on a flat surface or walking up a steep hill? In the mild stage of dementia, the brains feel like they're always working uphill. Again, brains that work harder also get more tired. And when brains get tired, you get the irritable behavior. By changing your approach, you may find that you can have more good talks and better interactions without triggering the irritable behavior. If the irritable behavior shows up, you now know how to modify your approach to make it better. In some cases, no matter what you do, the person with dementia may fuss or snap at you. Just be aware of what's going on and kind of cut them a break because their brains really are working extra time. So thanks for listening to this episode. And together, we can make dementia our bitch. <laughs>